Hey, it's Amy from The Bobby Bone Show, and our new Pimp and Joy campaign just launched, and we want to build a home for a hero. Army Sergeant Christopher Biggs, who's a Purple Heart recipient, suffered a traumatic brain injury and lost his left leg in an explosion in Iraq. We can help build this hero a home. Support by buying some Pimp and Joy items at bobbybones.com. All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre-Show. If you're watching this on camera right now, I have on my pearls again today. Caitlin hates that I found these because they do, I wear them all the time just to be funny. <laughs> she doesn't like them? It's not that she doesn't like them. She just thinks I'm being ridiculous, which I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These weren't given to me. These are, I was talking about Harry Styles wearing man pearls, mm-hmm. and I would never wear these really, but because they're funny to me, I wear them all the time. Some people think they're beads from Mardi Gras. That's what they look like. Yeah. yeah. So good. It looks I'm, like you're doing Mardi Gras in, what are we, July, June? June. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you watched a show that I had seen previews for called Deer... It's just deer dot 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 because yeah. it's there's ten different episodes and ten different people and I watched the deer Oprah one and it was so good. I just I learned a lot about her that I didn't know and then just watching where she started and then to her final episode. So it's a documentary about their life, kind of a bio. Yeah, but the way they do it is really interesting. They have letters that are written to Oprah from people that she impacted that she would have never otherwise never known or met, but she received their letter and it was, these were people where it was so impactful. Like it, one guy's in politics and then did something in his town because of of her. And then um, another girl, a girl that was sexually abused when she was younger and Oprah was like, found forgiveness simply because Oprah decided to speak up and share her story and she's writing they write her a letter and then they read them back and it's really special like it's really well done it's got a 100% critic score in Rotten Tomatoes and it's 75% audience score Uh, some of the other ones are Big Bird Mm -hmm. Jane Goodall Oprah Stevie Wonder Spike Lee yeah I'm looking at them now I saw the preview for that because it's on Apple TV and with Apple TV some of those shows they don't get to us quick enough like that Defending Nathan. Jacob? Yeah. Jacob. Yeah, I watched that. <laughs> it's supposed to be really good, but you just don't hear about it unless, and they spent a ton of money to make it and all the actors, like the, one of the good looking Chris's is in it. Oh, one of the Hemsworths? Yeah, but he has mm. a beard and I, I watch it. Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris oh, Evans and he has a beard and I watch it on my iPhone while I work out and he, he I keep thinking he's Ben Affleck and he's not. And I'm like, I get closer. <laughs> What'd you say that guy's name again? Ben Affleck. Say it again. Ben Affleck. You know, she says it right. I say Ben Affleck. You do say Affleck all the time. Like the duck. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very wrong. How do you say it? Affleck. Like his name. You say it like that. Yes, I Ben Affleck. Crap. Ben Affleck. <laughs> Affleck. Um, um, but the Deer show is good? Yeah, Deer Oprah. And then something that stood out to me about her that I felt like is a move you would have done was when she got to kindergarten, she looked around where her classmates were and she straight up told her teacher I I don't belong here I'm ahead of these kids and then uh, decided to share with her teacher all the things that she knew and she spelled words like hippopotamus and then several other words but she proved her case and they bumped her up to first grade so she skipped kindergarten Wow! because she didn't feel like she belonged if I were the teacher, I would sit your butt back down yeah no (laughs) they're like oh let's advance this girl what's the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score for Defending Jacob, 72% and then 89 audience score. Yeah, it's a good score. Yeah, I'm not done yet, so I don't know how it ends, but Ben I Affleck's think, really I good think in Jacob it. Jacob gets defended. <laughs> uh, is that the whole point? <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't know. Uh, Jana Kramer told me about that in the last Bobbycast, which we're putting out a new episode of the Bobbycast tomorrow. One of the things that we do is we watch the movie Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Have you ever seen it? Mm-mm. It's a it's a movie. It's a parody movie based on Johnny Cash, but also music uh, kind of docu stories. So Eddie, I, and Mike D all watch the movie and we review it. So funny. It's definitely spoiler, but it, because it's a music movie, it goes on my music podcast, and Mike D is putting on his podcast too. So it's a movie. So you can check that out on the Bobbycast tomorrow. But the audience score on Walk Hard was only fifty seven percent. Oh boy. I thought. What do you good. give it? No, got to listen to the podcast. Yeah, you tried yeah, to get yeah, me. Yeah. You tried to get me. We do it on the podcast tomorrow. Okay. Walk hard. <laughs> I, the songs are funny when he's like, dum, dum, dum. It's, it's him and Jenna Fisher, and he's like, dum, 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 dum. I know you want to blow me away with your... <laughs> All the songs are like that. They're so oh, dumb. <laughs> so we, we do it on the podcast tomorrow. Um Eddie watched Knives Out finally. Oh, I did. Yeah, I guess that's been out for a bit, but yeah. um, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime now, and it's so good. Like, I love mystery movies, you know, to begin with, but this one's cleverly done where it's like not the whole time you're trying to find out who did it because you know who did it pretty early in the movie, but it's just like what happens after you find out who did it. You know it. who Who's did in it? it? I don't. Uh, did I, I, I don't saw. Know, I don't know, you don't know who, who did, did it. it. Yeah, you do. No, what? you Maybe don't. Maybe you do. No, you don't. Wait. Wait. Tell no, me who's know. in it again. Excuse no, me? You don't. You, you know exactly who did it. No, you but don't. You think you, you know. You think you know, but you don't know. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was pretty good. It Guys, got a good did we watch the same Guys, movie? Who's in it again? Chris Evans, oh. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Daniel Craig's like the cop from down in the south. Yeah. He's Dude. here to solve the crime. Why are those British guys so good at being Americans, but we can't be British people? What do you mean can't be British people? I'm doing pretty good right here. That's not even it. <laughs> no. I'm kind of in the middle of this. I'm in purgatory. I'm in accent purgatory right there. Yeah, they're so good at doing American accents, but we can't do them. Speaking of Ben Affleck, though, that girl who's in it is his girlfriend now. Which one? Anna de Armas, the, oh, the, the, the girl, the, the house, the house, the nurse, the nurse, yeah, wow. the house nurse. Uh-huh. That's his real life girlfriend now. Wow. It all, see, it all, stories all come together. Um, you liked it though? Loved it. Yes, yes. It's four <laughs> knives out of five. Absolutely. Oh, I thought that uh, loved it would be more wow. than four. Well, I don't want to give it the perfect, perfect score. You can go four and a half. Well, only the parasite gets five out of five. <laughs> uh, Raymundo, people are asking what the update is in the Garth Brooks face masks that you were supposed to give me. Yeah, so uh, they were coming from overseas, and they made it to Georgia. I believe it was Union City or Union Station. It's about four hours away from here, and they've been sitting at a distribution center for a week now. What are we waiting on? Don't know. I've been trying to contact them. They said to be patient. They said give it two weeks and then cancel the order. So I'm starting to think maybe I drive down to Georgia and I get them. How much money will you make off this? Hundred. Is it worth driving down to that part of Georgia for 100 bucks? I can do it in a tank of gas. Well, wh- why is this a thing every time? When you're trying to get something from Ray, it's always a There's thing. always a wrinkle. Why? I honestly think it's coronavirus. It's thrown the shipping <laughs> system all out of whack. <laughs> we were here in the building. Uh, Caitlin was dropping me off, and Ray drives up. And Ray has this weird thing where he likes to ignore Caitlin, even though they, they hung out. And, but he's, he, he drove up. Did you know you didn't wave at her on purpose? No, I did the little double honk. Oh, did you? Yeah, I mean, I got tinted windows, though, too. It's tough to see inside. Not from the front. Eh, yeah, I got the racing stripe on the top. To okay. And then he gets out, and he, <laughs> he has like a, what, what is your, is it blazer, Bronco, what is that? Trailblazer. Okay, he says the trailblazer, and he gets out, and he goes, yo, girl, what's up? He goes, don't look, that's my backup truck. That's not my real truck. And, he, <laughs> and then he just walks right inside. Doesn't say anything else. He's like, don't judge me, that's my backup truck. 
She's like, why is Ray so? <laughs> <laughs> He's hilarious. Um, finally, uh, a draft update. We I guess we forgot to do this a couple days ago. Uh, Morgan number two one. Whoop whoop. We did uh, dads on TV. Morgan number two one with Eric Taylor, Mike Brady, and Jack Pearson. That Jack Pearson was a winner. Uh, was it? Who is that? Yes, yeah. That was a home run. From This Is Us. Eddie finished second oh. with Tim Taylor, Carl Winslow, and Walter White. What does second get? Nothing. Nothing. Not a ding. But here's the thing. Raymundo picked Bill Cosby and wasn't last place. Yeah! I guess I should Amy was. Of course I was. You Eddie. picked an uncle? Somebody that nobody knew. <laughs> but Uncle Phil is a dad, duh. I know, but his name was Uncle. You could have done uh, Phil. What's his name? Philip uh, Banks. Philip Banks. But again, I don't think it was a first round pick. But anyway, I mean, you lost. But the surprise wasn't that. It was that Raymundo picked Bill Cosby, who's in jail right now. I know. And he beat you. I know. I told my wife that Raymundo picked Bill Cosby. She's like, he did not. Yeah, he did. There was a strategy, though, at last minute when Ray changed his name to Cliff Huxtable. So oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah, people yeah, didn't know. Difference. But yeah. Uh, all right. Morgan, you're in the lead now in the season. Yeah. You also have the big belt over Keeping there. Keeping that belt right here. All right. I think that's it for now. Uh, thank you, guys. Let's get to today's show. We did the whole the challenge for international markets, and I'm not feeling great, so Ugh. I'm going to let us get to the show today. All right. Bye, guys. What's happening, guys? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Saw the story about Craig Morgan, and then I went to his Instagram to see, but Craig Morgan, who you may know from this song right here, Damn it, wake up he shared a picture of his knee on Instagram with a big old cut in it, big old gash. He posted, got a little machete gash. A few stitches later, I'm all good. God, I love Alaska. I mean, the, Craig Morgan's <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> yeah, he is. I mean, the guy has been a policeman, served in the military. Mm-hmm. Worked as a Walmart stalker. He's done it all. Yeah. But man, that is a bad injury right there. Oof. Blood scare you? Oh, I don't like it, but it doesn't scare me. Like my husband will pass out. I don't have that problem. Which is weird because your husband's a big old military guy. Yeah. Big he old strong. He doesn't really like to talk about how he has a weakness when it comes to blood, but he does. It's true. Worst you ever been injured? I I haven't really suffered any injuries. Um you know, and I got stung by a wasp. <laughs> oh, wasp. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I have wow, some Wow, that's gashes. the worst you've ever been Oh, I have huh? a little scar. I mean, I got stitches on my chin and my forehead, but I was a kid and being a kid. But as an adult, I sliced my thumb with a potato peeler and it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never broken anything. You? I oh, well, yeah. I fell off a house when I was young. It was a bad one. Rupture my spleen. Almost died. Didn't take it out. I was in the hospital for a week or so. Yeah. My, my real dad left when I was in the hospital. It's a whole thing. Jeez. Yeah. But, and th- which is why they say, some doctors tell me that I am vulnerable to corona now because they don't have a spleen. Some say I'm not. They're like, yeah, you're fine. Some say I'm, so I don't know. We just say I'm half vulnerable at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mine is probably, I have a scar that goes from my sternum down to my pubic bone, my pubic area. <laughs> still, it's still there. Eddie, you haven't hurt real bad? Uh, I think the the worst one was when I recently, within the last few years, I cut my fingers trying to sharpen a knife and I cut the tendon. Didn't even know I did it. I, I, I cut it and I was like, I'm fine. I put a bandaid on it for like three days. Then it just got bigger and swollen and swollen. Then I went to the doctor. He's like, uh, it's hanging by a thread, literally. Anybody broken a bone? I have. What'd you break? I broke my right arm twice, my left arm once, and I chipped some bones in my ankle. Dang. You? 
No, no. you haven't done it. Oh, I mean, like, sorry, my, my <laughs> fingernail <laughs> count. <laughs> I, yeah, I just haven't ever broken anything. If you've broken anything as you get older, because I'm 40 now, but I've broken fingers from playing uh, high school football and broken ribs. Whenever the weather changes, the arthritis sets in. Oh, you and, feel it. And everything hurts. But this was happening to me when I, my shoulder from when I fell in Dancing with the Stars and hurt that, whenever weather changes, mm-hmm. I feel it a little bit. But I think it's partially getting old. Oh, yeah. There's that time I fell at the airport and hurt my back. Oh, yeah. That was serious. Yeah. There was ice at the airport. Amy fell and hurt herself really bad. Yeah. I should own that airport. Yeah, I didn't sue. It should be Amy International Airport, but it's (laughs) definitely not. (laughs) Missed opportunity there for sure. The Bobby Bones Show. It's Blake Shelton's birthday today. He turns 44. Blake seems older than that, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Maybe because he's bigger and his hair's gray. His hair's gray. Yeah. It's a big part. I mean, he's a large guy, too. I just figure old... you keep growing as you get older? <laughs> That's not how it works? No, not the case. <laughs> Blake's had 27 number one country songs. He has a consecutive streak of 17 number ones. It started oh, with wow. Hillbilly Bone. We all got a hillbilly bone down deep inside. No matter where you're from, you just can't. Amy, do you have a favorite Blake Shelton song? Probably Austin. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's one. a good one. This is long-haired Blake, too. Yeah. Mullet Blake. Yeah. Blake's 6'5", by the way. Wow. Yeah, big dude. Eddie, your favorite Blake song? Uh, mine is uh, Doing What She Likes, just because he says fajitas on there. Like it when she brings home fresh fajitas. <laughs> you know, I was talking to Mike D about this segment before the show, uh. and, I, and I like Blake. I don't know that his songs are my favorite songs in country music. And I was like, can I pick Footloose? Oh, that's a good one. Good was cover. A, it was a great... Blake Shelton cover, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I went with Mine Would Be You because I do like this Mine a jam. Mine would be yeah. you. Mine would be you. Sun kiss shining, back rope flying. But deceivingly large, Blake Shelton is. Like yeah. a big guy. Toby Keith is massive when he comes in. We kind of forget how big he is. Trace Adkins, who I saw a couple weeks ago, is 6'6". Six, Gigantic. Six. Yeah, they're, they're big old boys for sure. Who else is deceivingly Large. I think Luke's one. Yeah, I, Luke's I think tall. Luke's a lot Luke's bigger than you think. Two or six three. Yeah. Alan Jackson. Oh yeah. He's at six four at least. Um, no, nah, that's I'm looking at Luke's height. It says six foot tall. That's not accurate. No, he's taller. Than yeah, that. Luke's tall. Brett Eldridge is taller yep. than you think. Brett's probably six three or so. Anybody we're forgetting, Amy? Tall people. Yeah. Anybody? Oh, oh, Ronnie Dunn, dude. Yeah, Ronnie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was a lot John taller than Party. I thought. He's sneaky tall. John's oh, big. John, yeah. Uh, what about short? Ronnie Dunn, 6'4". Oh, uh, Keith jo- Urban. Justin Moore. Justin Moore is, a, yeah, shorter than you think. Keith, you think Keith Urban's short? Oh, uh, yeah, he? he's little. Yeah, Maybe he's, he's little. just skinny. Keith Urban is 5'10". Yeah. yeah, I didn't think he was that small. Oh, oh why does he seem... Never mind, Keith. Sk- JK, JK. He's skinny. He's a thin guy. <laughs> Amy, I know your son was collecting cans and bottles, trying to make some money. Yeah. How's that going? Oh, man. He has so many. I mean, lunchbox is bringing stuff over. Anybody's house that he went to, uh, he was collecting things. At the school, you'd go do tutoring. I mean, we have so many cans and glass bottles. And I told him I was going to be running some errands. So I said, hey, I'm just going to go do some research and figure out where we need to drop these off. And then I'll let you know what we're going to do. Did he expect to make a lot of money? Yeah, because his friend in California made $30, Ooh. collected for a long time. But I feel like we collected a lot, and we had people contributing. So I guess state each state is different on what they give. 
and how they do it. And California is different than here. So um, they did the place I went did not accept the glass. So I still have to figure that out. But they took the aluminum and we had a lot. Like how many garbage bags? Oh, probably like two. But for him, that was a lot. Is that not that much? No, that's that much, but it's enough. <laughs> also, they gave us a pro tip to squash the cans so we can fit more. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, no. He, then he'll feel like he doesn't have as many if they're not. But I mean, I get How much it. money were you expecting? I was at least expecting maybe dollar bills. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. No. Oh, no. So you take him and then what? It's <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> A quarter. What? <laughs> a, a quarter. A quarter. A quarter. For the no glass, though. I don't even know what to do with the glass. Like, if anybody has tips for me on where to take the glass, because we have actually more glass than we did cans, because, you know, but lots of people give us uh, wine bottles, and I drink these green tea that come in a glass. So, anyway. I don't know. If the glass doesn't come through, I need to find him a new hobby. So what did he think when he got that shiny quarter? Well, 1950s, he probably loved it. <laughs> I think he thought it. it's like it's not. He, where's the rest? Yeah. What do we need to do? Oh, so the money's in the glass because he knows we haven't gotten the glass yet. But I think in Tennessee, it's 14 cents for a pound. Or something. So I guess we that's had... disappointing. Oh yeah. I mean, but did you also... give him extra money on the side, Ooh, or did you idea. just stick it with the quarter? Here's what my husband and I talked about doing. No, we haven't yet. the The job isn't over because we still have the glass. Okay. So we're like, it's okay, buddy. The job's not over. You worked really hard. This is great. And he said, you know, because he gets paid to pick up, like my husband pays him to pick up dog poop in the backyard before he mows, and he gets five dollars. And he looked at dad and he was like, I'm. I guess I guess I'm just gonna stick to picking up poop. Yeah, smart. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and uh, so, but I think what we might do because he really does enjoy collecting and recycling is important. And I'd rather us do that and teach him about that than just him throw stuff away. So yeah, I think we'll slide him some money on the side just for being responsible human. Or you can match him. Whatever he gets, you match him. So 50 cents? Here we go. Double it well, up. No, no. He's going to be like begging the dog to go to the bathroom. <laughs> the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Dolly Parton is releasing a new songbook. It's called Dolly Parton, Song Teller, My Life in Lyrics. It drops November 17th and is described as a visual memoir and songbook detailing 175 of Dolly's best love songs. Luke Bryan shared why he probably won't ever be in a movie. If the right little movie role were to come along, maybe, probably not, though. If I ever saw myself being a bad actor, I would move to another country. I, if I looked like, like a C actor, like it would mortify me. Brentley Gilbert shared how his children have changed him. Everything about your life changes. You change as a person, and I'm doing a lot of things different. I think mainly because they're in the front of your mind. Every decision you make, it's almost like it's the first thing I think of. You know, I guess I have a decision filter right off the bat. But yeah, there's no way a baby can't melt your heart more than anything I could have ever known to pray for. I'm Morgan Number Two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 
There's an 11-year-old boy named Jackson McRae from North Carolina. He's at home with his mom and brother. Mom and brother are outside, and he goes in the house because lunch is heating up in the oven. And he sees flames coming out of the oven, catching the kitchen on fire. And he's like, oh, no, what do I do? He's like, I know. They taught fire, fire safety at school. Grabs the fire extinguisher. <laughs> extinguishes the flames all by himself. Hmm. How old was he? 11. One time I was doing a science experiment where I put a like a wash rag and some alcohol. I was doing it in my house by myself. I was probably 10, 11. And you light it on fire and it doesn't burn the rag. It just burns the alcohol on the outside of it. And I lit it on fire and it goes, woo. The flame was a little bigger than I'd hoped, than I thought, honestly. <laughs> and where this kid goes in and goes, I've taken fire safety and sprayed it. It lit on fire and I ran out of the house. Oh boy! Now, luckily, it only went out. It went out after, but it could have burned the whole place down. Yeah. I did not react that way. I thought, "Oh, flame, Bobby, go away." <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, you know what? Like I'm out. It's in God's hands now. Uh, that kid, though, good for him. That is what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from the Woodlands, Texas. An attorney is facing charges after he egged a judge's car. Oh. Because the judge is upholding the stay-at-home order. He got mad, took an egg, and boom, threw it on his car. Someone that makes a decision that bad and that juvenile, that is an attorney. Crazy. Like, someone who made a lot of decisions in school, the right decisions (laughs) Mm -hmm. to, to go and study hard and... And then eggs a judge's car. They just they don't match. Uh-uh. Like you're making a really bad. De- so what happened? Uh, he's facing numerous charges. He it's misdemeanors, but he still threw the egg at his Lexus SUV and hit it. Dang. They get it on tape. Ah. Uh, How they catch him? He admitted to it. He was like, "Man, I was just mad about the stay-at-home order. I thought it'd be funny to you know let him know. Hey, I'm not happy funny. with this. <sighs> also, humor bad. <laughs> Doesn't know what well, funny especially, is. Can you imagine now he has to argue in front of that judge? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's well, the argument? Because he had to have done it before if he's egging him. Yeah. He has to know him in some way. Right. And then there's also when you're, like, people are need an attorney and they Google you and then you're that the comes up. <laughs> like, are you going to get hired? Yeah. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. It's time to play Elder versus Millennial. Eddie's the oldest. Yeah. Order number two is the youngest. Ooh. Up first at five foot eleven. From South Texas, sometimes he grows a weird beard of all different colors. It's kind of black, it's kind of gray, it's got a little red. bit of LIGO, it's got a little red in there. That's right, the Hispanic who don't panic, yeah. producer Eddie! Come on! And at five foot zero, in her purple Pimpin' Joy shirt, she was quarantined before quarantine was cool. <laughs> 26 years old, Morgan number two! All right, Eddie, you'll get three questions that Morgan would know the answer to from her generation. I love it. Then we'll flip it. Eddie, you're up first. These are all millennial-type questions. What TV show were these characters from? Ted, Robin, Barney, and Marshall. What TV show were all those characters from? Ted, Robin, Barney, and Marshall. Ted, Robin, Barney, and Marshall. They're all characters of Barney, the dinosaur. Incorrect. Morgan, what do you think about that? I'm not sure, but I think Ted and Barney are from um, a sitcom. I want to say it's How I Met Your Mother, but I don't think that's millennial. 
What is your answer? How I Met Your Mother. That's correct. Woo! Yes! Yeah, Ted Mosby, Barney Stinson. Oh, yeah. didn't know that. All right. And you're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. That's all point of the game, right? Question number two. Eddie, Come what on. was Patrick Dempsey's character's nickname on Grey's Anatomy? Oh, McDreamy. Patrick Dempsey's character's nickname oh, no, wait, on wait, Grey's wait, wait. Anatomy. Or is it McSteamy? Dr. McDreamy, Dr. McSteamy. Dr. McDreamy. Is Ste- your answer? Steamy's too sexy. Yeah, dreamy. Uh, McDreamy is correct. Yeah! <laughs> Good. Eddie, one final question for you. On Wednesdays, we wear pink is a quote from what movie? On Wednesdays, we wear pink is a quote from what movie? Okay, I don't know. Like, I'm just, just a pure guess, but I'm going to go with Legally Blonde. Sounds like something they would say in that movie. Legally Blonde is incorrect. Oh, Morgan, you can steal. Mm. I quote this movie all the time. It's Mean Girls. Mean Girls. There we go. Eddie won, Morgan two after the first round. Okay. Now, Morgan, I will ask you questions basically about Eddie's generation. Okay. Finish the Friends theme song lyric. Theme song from Friends, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Your job's a joke. You're broke. Your love life's blank. I'll be there for you. When it starts to fall. Uh. Okay, can you say the lyrics over time? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> your job's a joke. You're broke. Your love life's... A joke? Wait, did you say joke already? Can you repeat it one more time? Your job's a joke. You're broke. And your love life's... I want to say joke. I know that's not what it is, but joke. Incorrect. Eddie. This is a tough one, man. Your life's a joke. You're broke. And love, love life's fading away. Fading away? Oh, you did get the rhyme right, but no. It's not fading <laughs> it's away? It's not fading yes. away. Here you go. Here's a clip. No one told you that was gonna be this way. What is that? Your love life's DOA. Dead on arrival. No points awarded there. All right, going over to you, Morgan. Alicia Silverstone started one of the 90s most defining movies. What's the name of this movie? You know, if it wasn't for you guys calling her out at the iHeart Festival and I didn't know who she was, I wouldn't remember this, but it's Clueless. It is Clueless. Nice. And then finally, the Bare Naked Ladies wrote a popular song about an increment of time. What was it called? Bare Naked Ladies. The Bare Naked Ladies were a band. Love them. Still love them. They wrote a song about something you see on a calendar. An increment of time. What is it? An increment of time. Something you see on a calendar. I know the Bare Naked Ladies. (laughs) I'm not sure that I would remember the song title. June, June, mm. there's a lot of songs about June. June, June's calling. June's calling is incorrect. <laughs> Eddie, a good name. No, it's a. Uh, it's been one week. Dang one it. week. Yeah, and here's a clip. All right, there you go. Morgan number two is the winner, though. Woo! There she is. She's now pulled up. She's leading the whole yes. series by one, Eddie. Yes, she is. I know. All right, Morgan, number two, nice job. Thank Eddie, you, thank you. You'll get them next time, bud. Yeah, thanks, Bones. I will. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Got a voicemail here from someone in England. Here you go. 
Hi guys, just want to say morning studio. Uh, I listen to the show every day from, from here in England and it's really helped me get through all this coronavirus craziness. But my Lord, every time you guys talk about England or mention a location here, you, you really do get the pronunciation wrong. So, great feedback, you know. All right, thanks guys, thanks. You're welcome. Huh. Like what? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Probably not going to stop. We just mess it up. No, we don't do it on purpose. Uh, sorry about that. We'll try to do better. Rachel from Virginia. Here you go. Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. Now that most of you guys are back in the studio, can we go back to doing the Tuesday song on the post-show pre-show? Really miss hearing that every Tuesday. Thank you so much. Love you guys. I think it's a great point. I think the answer is yes. For sure. So you hear our radio show now, and this goes up as a podcast, but we also do, at the beginning of that podcast, part of a show that never gets on the air. It's called The Post Show. So check it out. Search Bobby Bone Show. Wherever you listen to the show, we stream stuff, iHeartRadio, wherever. Uh, one more. This is Alyssa, Kelly, Caitlin, and Todd from Richmond, Virginia. Um, I just wanted to suggest a funny joke for Amy's Morning Corny. It goes, what do eggs say when they're turning it up? I'm lit. <laughs> Do you get it? What do eggs say when they're turning yeah. it up? Oh, oh, yeah. No, that's good. There you go. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of if I've ever been emotional after a breakup. I'm just not someone who gets extremely emotional. I kind of never get too high, never get too low for the most part. And most of my breakups have been like, well, just logically looking at our relationship, I can't see how this is going to be long term. Now, the one I'm in now, that is not the case. But the ones that, that I've been in and we've broken it off, it's always been pretty good. It's never fun, but we've all remained cool afterward, and if they ever needed a loan or their tire fix, I'd be right there. No, no bad blood anywhere. You ever have a crazy breakup where you're just, like, upset? Devastated and, yeah. and bawling and can't eat and don't want to leave my house for days? Yeah. <laughs> More than one? Yeah. Explain to me how that works. So you break I up. No, It sucks. What do you mean? What do you, I'm going to explain jealous. to you how I'm, like, super, my heart was... Totally broken. Like, I'm jealous because I think if you can't feel the lows, you can't feel mm-hmm. the highs, right? Agree. Yeah. So that's why I'm jealous is, is you break uh, up and then what happens to your body? Are you? I've never lost my appetite because of an emotion <laughs> in my life. Have yeah. Do you ever go um, not eating? One, one time I spent a lot of time just in the shower or on the floor of the shower with the, with the water running. Over me. You sat in the shower? And I would play. I would spend a lot of time there. I would get out, and then I'd go get back in. And I would play um, It's a Great Day to Be Alive. Travis Tritt, yeah. To remind myself <laughs> that it's a great day. But now I hear that song. It's one of my favorite songs, but I instantly go back to the shower on the floor. But, yeah, that's one example. When you, when, when you check out of a devastation like that, because I have a story I'm going to read you, but is it a gradual climb out, or do you just go... Okay, not devastated anymore, Pilgrim. No, it's gradual. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. And then the one after that was really, really hard. I think it took me a very, very, very long time. I cried a lot. And then months had passed, like months. And then I ran into him, and I cried again in front of him. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. It was bad. Well, the story says never break, with, break up with someone on an airplane. Oh, well, yeah. An airline passenger has been detained after attempting to smash a plane window at 30,000 feet after she got dumped. Oh, well, I never wanted to smash anything. The but. 29-year-old woman had been drinking heavily due to her boyfriend breaking up with her. Footage shows the flight attendants trying to comfort the crying woman who suddenly started hitting the cabin window until it cracked at 30,000 oh, feet. Oh, my goodness. The plane had to make an emergency landing. 
By the way, if I'm Googling, because we would all Google, we still will. If we're dating somebody, we Google them. See what, see, they've been on the local news, right? Hmm. If I Google and I'm dating this girl <laughs> later on and I see that she got so upset she cracked a plane window, that's probably a red flag to not hop in. Would it be for you? Yes. So she could go to jail because you can't Man. break you can't a window. Do that. You no. can't get emotional and break a window <laughs> in an airplane. If you would have been in an airplane suffering how you were suffering, do you think you'd try to bust a window? No, I never was trying to. Um, no, I just was suffering f- from a broken heart. Yeah, I wasn't like angry or mad or wanting to punch things. There was no rage, but there was just sadness. Yeah, it sucks. I'm jealous. I know. Yeah, not because of the sadness, but because too high. You know, case points low, case points right. high. Right, I can appreciate yeah. that. I know that my joys can be really amazing because I also know my my pains. Hey, we just had a wonderful day raising money yesterday with our Pimp and Joy line. And all of it was to raise money for Army Sergeant Christopher Biggs. We're still trying to build him a house. If there's something you want, go over to bobbybones.com. Click that link. Get you a little something. We don't keep any of the money. I did see a couple messages from new listeners going, hey, I'd love to help, but I don't want to buy anything with the word pimping in it. We get it. We had to make that decision a long time ago. Do we want a term that people remember and resonates or do we want to play it safe? And we decided we're going to go with one that resonates. And boy, does it ever. Like, hmm. we'll take that. And we understand that some people don't want to have it on their shirt. But we don't see it bad. Pet my ride. Pet my bride. All the... Well, that's the two, that's only two not, of them. <laughs> what? Is, it, is Pet my bride one? Really? That was, wasn't that a show? <laughs> oh, I know about Pet like my ride. Pet my wedding? No, yeah. no. Pimp, whatever. <laughs> it's all about sharing joy. joy. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. No, we get it. We completely yeah, yeah, yeah. understand and, and respect that. But uh, yeah, for us, get it, wear it. We don't keep. We've never kept a cent from it. It is just. It is just about finding joy in yourself and for others. And we've been able to do so much with you guys and with it. So BobbyBones.com. It's still rolling. Get you on in there. Maybe you haven't heard about this yet. But Christopher Biggs, he is a Purple Heart recipient. He was in Iraq. Uh, explosion, lost his left leg because of it, a traumatic brain injury, and I know uh, probably around noon or so we had raised over fifty thousand dollars. That was just at noon, and so we're rolling. Bobbybones.com. Anything you want to say, Amy, about that? Yeah, no, we just appreciate the support. It means a lot. I mean, the sacrifices he made. The this is like a small way for us to say thank you to. A veteran and yeah you get to wear it and when you put it on pimp and joy is a reminder oh yeah i need to choose joy today and spread joy but also you get to it's a conversation starter and if anybody asks you about it you'd be like yeah this helped build a home for a, a hero and a home specially equipped for him yeah for building homes for heroes they design it specifically to fit the needs of the veterans that they're working with hey there is a show called pimp my bride right mike Oh. <laughs> well, what was the other pimp, that one what was episode. the other pimping show? There was Pimp My Ride and there was Pimp My Type in Pimp My into the Google. Let's it. Pimp My here, pull that back. Pimp My Reality Show. We'll see. Pimp My Ride. Okay. We just Pimp My Wheelchair is oh, one. Oh, cool. Cool. No, that's a YouTube sketch. All right. <laughs> pimp My Ride Vault. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. We're going to do the pile in a second. <laughs> hey, let me play this voicemail from Alex Alexander from California. I'm currently serving at Electronic Attack Squadron 136 in Whidbey Island, Washington, providing the Navy the nation needs. I want to wish my father, John McKenzie, happy Father's Day. I love you, Dad. Oh, nice. That is Navy Petty Officer Alexander from California. Um, it, we'll, on the voicemail, if you call, leave a message for your dad. We'll play some on tomorrow's show. Love it. Call 877-77-BOBBY. 
You can do pimp my diabetes. Oh. Show off your devices with style. Maybe that's what I saw. Dude, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I have not heard of that. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I have good news if you're itching for some sports. Yeah. I have two different sports that are coming back, but with no spectators. Nathan's hot dog eating contest. <laughs> I saw that. It's yeah, going to be good. going down over 4th of July weekend, so get pumped. Also, the U.S. Open, the tennis tournament, it's going to happen in New York uh, beginning on August 31st, but no fans. The hot dog eaters are always crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Who's the big guy? The uh, Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut, that's him. The fact that they wet it and they can put so much in their belly. I wonder if there's ever been a story about the bathroom after that. Like oh, what happens to them? There has to be, right? I'm just wondering if, if when you f- first start doing that, if like you're just in pain, mm-hmm. you just and do you train because if to it stretch goes your in, belly, it must come out. Yeah, and if it doesn't, that's trouble. <laughs> yeah. I've been there. All right, what else? So Gwen Stefani is returning to The Voice. So her return uh, will join her up with Blake Shelton, her man, Kelly Clarkson, John Legend. Season 19 is kicking off this fall, but the big news is that she's coming back. Uh, they can pay off that house together. They buy it. Oh, yeah. Her and Blake got that house together. Com- hey, a lot of folks are asking me if, about American Idol. I have no idea if they're bringing me back to American Idol next year. I get all those hits, too. And I don't want to give somebody an exclusive story on a website. I don't, know, I don't know. If they want me back, I assume we'll, I'll go back. I'm doing this show on National Geographic now that rolls into taping of that. But I don't know. I have no, no knowledge. I would think that they would be bringing you back. Why not? I don't know if they're doing auditions in cities, right? You got to think I work with those kids oh, yeah. in all the cities. So if they don't and they just do it, they may not need me. <gasps> no, I would say if stuff's done remotely, like we that's don't have even, to them. I appreciate the effort <laughs> Amy's doing. Here. I would say <laughs> yeah. there's even more of a need for a mentor well, because there's that disconnection and they it's need a good to argument. Like, yeah. Huh? I don't think the whole show will be done virtually, but I don't know that they're going to travel a whole massive crew like yeah. we've done to all these cities. If you're new to this show, I've been the mentor on American Idol, the in-house full-time mentor for the last three seasons. And I'm getting hit up all the time. Are you coming back? I don't know. If they want me back, they may not. I would understand if they cut my salary because they're cutting money. I don't want them to. But that's it. They get a ton of promotion from the show, though. So we'll see. I'd love to go back, but we'll see what happens. All right, what else? So a YouTuber spent 24 hours following Mike Tyson's diet and workout routine. Only 24 hours? Yeah, I don't think you would want to do this for more than a day. Oh, I was looking for like a total body transformation. Okay, but what happens in 24 hours? Oh, well, first of all, you have to wake up at 4 a.m. and jog four miles, and that's just your first workout of the day. Then you just have to eat a ton all day long, about 4,000 calories, including six bananas back to back. Mm. Oh, and your banana snack, your six bananas, you also, it's a snack with a protein shake. My problem with ever doing these diets where you got to put on a lot of muscle, because I tried this a couple times, mm-hmm. you have to eat a whole lot because you're working out all the time. And now I do it, I would eat a whole lot, but then I'd forget to work out all the time. And <laughs> <laughs> all part of those calories, is that like ice cream too? No, 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 and, oh, no. It's white rice, uh, chicken breast, uh, sirloin steak. That's different. Oatmeal, those well, kind of calories. What did he say? What was his end to this whole he segment said, of the day? He said, quote, I'm very sore. <laughs> My neck is super stiff, and I know I'm going to be feeling it for a few days after this. Well, Mike Tyson's training to fight again. Crazy. I know he's in his 50s, but he's training to fight fight somebody again because he knows he'll make a bunch of money. So is there an age group? Like, do they have, or will mm. he be, fi- it's, a, it's a weight class thing, yeah. right? Yeah, but it's also, 
you will fight and they will pay you in reflection of how many people will watch you fight and pay for the fight. It doesn't matter how big you are because if let's say you were to get Justin Bieber to fight Tom Cruise, they're not fighters really and they're not in any age group, but a lot of people would pay for that, so they'd both be paid a lot of money for it. Oh, remember when that was kind of a thing? Yeah. We I think we made it a bigger <laughs> thing than they did, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people Mike Tyson will fight because people will pay to watch him fight. Right. I know. I'm just I'm curious if he's gonna be fighting some young you know, 20-year-old and he's 50. Possibly. That'd be crazy. I will watch him fight whoever he fights. But yeah, he's ripped, man. Mike Tyson's 53 years old. And I watch these videos of him still punching and it's like, wow. Gosh. Yeah, he's got it. All right, is that it, Amy? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this 90-year-old woman got coronavirus at her assisted living place, but she lives there with her 90-year-old husband. Well, he didn't get it. So she had to go be away for like 14 days or whatever quarantine is, and they've been married 67 years. Never spent time apart like that. And if you're 90 and your wife heads out with, you know, coronavirus, you don't know if you're going to see her again. Well, after her quarantine was up, she had her walker. She made her way in back into the nursing home, and he didn't know. The staff kept it a surprise, and then they had this big celebration party, and she rounded the corner and was there for him. Isn't that cute? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, it's also awesome that she was 90. And survived. And beat coronavirus. Yeah. I can imagine her walking back into the place, not telling him. All of a sudden, the music hits up. I'm back, honey. <laughs> That'd be awesome. He said, you look so wonderful, so beautiful. Staying alive. Yeah. She got she got a little bit of the swagger going, but she's also staying alive at I 90. I see it right yeah, now. Yeah, me too, me too. Me too, me too. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Time now for the investigative morning corny. It's the one day of the week where we try to guess what Amy's morning corny is. All right, here we go. The morning corny. What do spiders eat in Paris? Minute 30 seconds, go. Paris. Parasite. Parasites. Web. It's got to be web something, right? Web. Spiders. Spiders in a Charlotte's web. Spi- legs. Eight legs. Croissants. Cr- croissants. Oh, croissants. Cr- croissants. <gasps> croissants. Spi- do spiders eat ants? If why I not? Don't know. No. What, Chris, do what what would be a croissant or like a French. pastry, like a French yeah, pastry? What do they call those uh, like crepes? Crepes. A crepe, a gr- the spider rape. The crepes. One minute left. A croissant. Spiders eat French webs. French fries. French flies. Boom! That's it. That's got to be it. French flies. That's it. French flies. Oh, French yeah, flies. Amy, we're going to. Hey, we're, uh, go ahead and put us in with French Flies. Come on. All right. The morning corny. What do spiders eat in Paris? You nailed it. Come on. What do spiders eat in Paris? French flies. Yeah, yeah there he is. We did it, boys. There he is. Nice job, Eddie. Come good on. Job, you guys ready? Job. You guys ready? Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Nice job. Nice job, Amy. Thank you. We're wonderful. We like them. That was good. They're that was good, good when we get them. We're like, <laughs> those are for solid a wonderful joke, joke. Amy. Wonderful solid. Joke. All right. Here's a question she has. Hey, Bobby. It's the morning studio. I was calling because I need some advice. I recently moved into a duplex, 
and my neighbor and I share a wall. So at night, I can't sleep, and I'm going crazy. It's snores so loud that I hear it in my bedroom. I rearrange my furniture to try and block the sound. I like listen to the TV with the volume up, and it nothing helps. I don't know what to do. I've never met her, and I just really want some guidance on how to either soundproof my room or approach the subject with her. I don't know if that's something I should do. So any help you guys can give me, I would really appreciate it. Thanks. Y'all have a great day. Boy, what a situation. (laughs) That's a tough one because it's not like she's consciously making noise. It's not like kids that are jumping around where you're like, hey, it's late. Would you mind? Like, she doesn't even know probably Mm -hmm. how loud her snoring is. What would you say? Move? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. Yeah, you don't know what you do. I don't think you can move. I, I think it's a you thing that you have to fix because you really can't go over to her and say, would you snore less or move your bed? I just... Yeah, this is... Yeah, you this have is to... Just... Noise-canceling headphones to watch television or to sleep. Yep. You know, I, I think maybe people would like the answer to be go have a conversation with her, but what's that conversation? <laughs> I know, she's snoring. She's sleeping. Right, it's not... Some people really can't help that. At all. Go over and be like, hey, I think you have sleep apnea. Maybe you should go to the doctor. Recommend her to it. <laughs> I think the answer of that, though, is you have to go to her. No, you have to just figure it out yourself. Mm-hmm. Because going to her does nothing. It's not anything she can change. Hmm. What would you say? That? Yeah. It's, I don't, I feel really bad for her. That is such a bummer. Yeah, that stinks. Thanks for putting that on us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I have some really great Bose noise-canceling headphones. Yeah, those are good. That eliminate everything on an airplane. I'm sure it would work here, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, today, it's time for the International Market Challenge. And we all came in with foods that we found at one of those international markets, where to us, we go, ooh, people actually eat that? That's crazy. And so I had to cook mine, and I'll go first, because I have a lunchbox. <laughs> oh, boy. And I went, I looked around, oh. there were a lot of options. So mm. I went home with mine, and I did a little olive oil on it. It's a delicacy in Korea. Oh, ah. yes. Come on. It's a treat. And so what I have here for a lunchbox to eat is, in the International Market Challenge, this is a por- pork uterus. Oh, what? No way. No. 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 What? No. Bobby, no. That is no. amazing. No. I don't think that's yes. legal. It is. I'm going to Google and make sure it's a real thing. That is oh, that. No. Of course it's legal. Uh-uh. No. Even the little Tupperware thing you have it in is um like steaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had to cook it, and then I, I cooked it this morning, too, a little bit, just to make what, sure. What, you put some spices on there? Just, just olive oil. Oh, okay. So oh, what, what I have gosh. here is uh, is it's pig uterus. It's one of the variety <laughs> of cuts of pork. Oh, and it says, what does it, smell like? it does not suit everyone's taste, as its smell can overpower the whole dish. <laughs> oh, <Right>. my God. <laughs> At least All right. it's not the whole room. Lunchbox, if you want to come on over here hey, and have Can some- we bring some water in here? Because I'm going to need something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. For you, pig uterus. <laughs> yes. I don't... Oh my here, God. don't forget your fork. <laughs> this is... That looks... No, that, ain't, that, that looks like dog Let food. me see. Is that Let dog food? That looks like dog food. It doesn't it does. matter what it looks like. Food. It's pig uterus. Lunchbox, oh you know it's not dog food. I don't know that. <laughs> yes, you do. I wouldn't bring I that. No, actually, well, if you look chair. at it Thank from you. a no, if oh. you look at it air, like from a bird's eye down yeah. aerial view, <laughs> it looks like a sausage patty. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Just don't, don't look at it from the side. Our first dish, lunchbox. You can sit in your chair. Oh yeah, I want to smell it. You can be on camera. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to trying to build up courage to get over there. It smells amazing. Thank it you. It smells like sausage. Thank I'm you. not lying. Oh, that looks like a breakfast patty. 
Now time for Lunchbox to eat the pig uterus, the oh, pork uterus. Gosh. Um, he's putting the fork in it. Lunchbox, lunch, lunchbox, lunchbox, lunchbox. Here we go. Oh, he's got the knife and fork. Oh, wow. Oh. It is like a, turning like a sausage patty. Here oh, you go. my gosh. Here, here's Lunchbox eating the pig, <laughs> the pig uterus. <laughs> and let's count him down. Five, four, three, two, one. And there he goes. It's in his mouth. What is it? Is it chewy? I'm very chewy. <laughs> what does it taste like? I don't even know. It doesn't have a. Oh my gosh. Wink, wink. He's chewing it. It's a lot of chewing. A lot of chewing. It's very chewy. It's hard to get. Do you like it? No. Would you like some more? Nope. I got a whole bunch more at the house. Are we allowed to use ketchup or something? Mm -mm. No. He's got to eat it. Ketchup. Mm. Oh, oh. Oh, it's down. And there he is. He's down. Yeah. What would you I, like to say? Oh my gosh, guys. Whenever you go to where is it from? Korea, oh. different parts of Asia. I would suggest do not order the pork uterus. <laughs> don't, oh. don't do it. Guys, that's so bad. All right. Eddie, you have me. Okay, here we go, Bones. Man, and I had a blast at this market. There was a lot of good stuff to choose from. But I went easy on you, dude. I got you, my friend, which is a snack from China. Jellyfish head. Here we go. Wait, what? what? <laughs> Jellyfish head? That sounds, so that sounds not good. <laughs> There you go. Open it up and enjoy it. Oh, Eddie, I boy. think you're supposed to cook this. <laughs> How do you know it's all written in uh, a different language? It, it says me. instant. It, it's packaged. He said, trust me. Hold Hold on. It, it says instant jellyfish. That means you don't just eat it out of the package. Re read. Read the ingredients. It says that it's like in uh, soy sauce or something. So you're good. No, it doesn't mean you're good. <laughs> Show me where it says that because it's okay. all a different okay, language. I'm coming. Hold on. Steve says it's anyway, good. It's like jerky. It's like jerky? Yeah, it's like jerky, but jellyfish. Oh, open it up. Oh, yeah, it says it's usually served ice cold Thank you, lunch. with a side of black vinegar for dipping. Here you go, Bo. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh he's <laughs> pouring it out. <laughs> Bobby, That's this enough. was your idea. That's enough. Careful, don't get the liquid everywhere. Okay, this is Wait. jellyfish head. How do you oh, know? That's my hand. <laughs> this is terrible, man. Oh, God. You did it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Delicious? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So good. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You know what it feels like? You ever take one of those little rubber balls from the machine that you put in and you yes. chew it? The bouncy balls. That's what it, that's what it feels like. But what does it taste like? <laughs> uh, chew it, Bones. Come on. I might grow up. Oh, oh. It won't chew. It won't? Is it stinging can at you, all? Because I thought jellyfish it would sting you your mouth. It? Can you hear me to it? It's crunchy. Oh, it's not good, guys. <laughs> I, mean, I got too big of a bite. There's so. some soy sauce on there. Do you want to add some to it? Mm -mm. Oh, I might throw up, and I don't throw up. <laughs> Turn that music up for a minute, Raymond. <laughs> I'm going to need a minute to put this down. Amy, would you like to describe this? <laughs> describe yeah. the jellyfish, what it looks like? Are there a swallow you want to describe it for our audience? Well, when Bobby held it up, it, it looked like a little, like if you were to chop up a chicken breast and then marinate it in some soy sauce and you're going to pan fry it, it looked like a little piece of that, but apparently it's a jellyfish head. Swallow it, man. The picture made it look like it was beef jerky. Is nothing like that? No. Once? I swallowed it. Oh, my God. You swallowed it whole? Had to. It's like a big pill. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was that was real bad. It was really bad. Yeah, sorry, and, and, man. And the texture, you know, some, 
Some people don't like certain things because of texture. Nobody can like that because of texture. I thought I was going easy on you because I found a jar of mudfish, pickled mudfish, but I didn't get that. That sounds good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll do one more. Um, since Eddie gave, we're just going to run the, the trail back. Uh, who got Eddie? I got Eddie. All right, Raymond. Oh, Bill's going to bring it in, and I'll just explain it. Okay, go, go ahead. All right, so uh, it's from Taiwan. It's a delicacy there. Uh, it's already cooked, so don't worry about it, and they shell it and everything oh, like that. It actually it. might be decent tasting compared to these last two crappers. It's a uh, quail egg. Okay. Oh, that's all right. And there's a bunch of them in there. You just got to have one of them. I love it. And totally healthy. People love to eat them just like that. Looks okay. like one of those. Um, so it's a hard-boiled little egg. It looks like egg. a little boiled egg, yes. Yeah. Um, what country is this big in? Taiwan. Okay. Eddie, go ahead. Didn't I? What's like a tiny egg? You know those like it's, chocolate eggs? That, it I says it's just in water, so that's good. It's not like in any kind of vinegar or whatever. And I put it in the fridge a little bit. I want it to be that perfect temp for you so it's not all gross and warm. Thank you, Ray. Welcome, I appreciate dude. that. All right, Eddie, hit it. Should I open it to see what's in there? Maybe there's like Maybe a chick. We'll, oh, can you imagine? The yolk? No, it's just yolk. It could, so, it, dude, it straight up looks like a hard-boiled egg. Okay. All right, here we go. He's going to like it. Gonna He's going to come to work tomorrow with a can, another oh. can of them. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie? It doesn't taste like anything. Ah, it, it's just the texture is gross. Yeah. But that's it's, like an egg, right? It's falling apart in my mouth. No. It's not like a... I'll eat another one. It's not bad, actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's hungry. It doesn't taste like anything. I would think how maybe much, you'd want it like in salt water and have yeah. a little bit of taste, but it doesn't. It's Wait, not bad. on the can, how much protein is in there? <laughs> good question. Yeah, it's actually very healthy for you. It's just like an egg. Okay, so we're doing the International Market Challenge. We all were told to go to the International Market and find something weird. Uh, we have Amy still to eat, Morgan number two still to eat, and Raymundo will eat next. First, let me play a song. Oh. I know. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show. Round two of the International Market Challenge. Last week I said, hey, go out to one of these international markets, buy something that you would think we'd never eat, but other folks do, and let's bring it in. So I was brought jellyfish head, and it was disgusting. <laughs> I ate it, though. Lunchbox ate uh, pig uterus. I brought that. Gross. Disgusting. Ugh. Eddie got quail eggs. Not bad. If I, saw it in a menu, if I saw it in a menu, I'd order it. Me too. I was thinking about that. <laughs> if it's a real southern restaurant, <laughs> yes, it's I'd fine. be like, God, cool, it's cool. Um, up next is Amy. Amy, you're going to eat. Who got Amy? Morgan number two got Amy? Yeah, I got her. All right, what'd you get Amy to eat from the international market? So mine is Korean, and they kind of look like fried onions, but they aren't. It's dried squid. How do you feel oh. about dried squid, Amy? It's packaged yeah, up like nice. calamari. Okay. Let's let, let her rip. Let's see oh. if it's any good. The package is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty. Oh. Let me smell it. Is it stink? <laughs> <laughs> is it bad? Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's terrible. Oh. oh, man. When I oh. bought it, the guy said that a lot of Americans come in there to buy this specifically. So I don't know if this is something we like to try. It doesn't smell like calamari? Um. Mm. All right, rip it up. Okay. How much do I eat? Oh, I don't like touching it. <laughs> oh, that's that wasn't the plastic bag? I don't like touching it. I thought that was the plastic bag. That's the that's the actual calamari? That's it. Okay. I don't like Get touching a, it. Like Big League Chew. Oh, a, yeah, a pinch. No! A pinch. Yeah, a pinch. Oh. Do, yeah, do the pinch, Amy. It, oh, my Get that gosh. pinch in there, Amy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. There she there goes. She's go. going after it. Big Chew. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't break. It doesn't Okay, there we go. Is that good? Go, go for it. Oh, boy. There she is. She got a pinch like Big League Chew. Oh. The gum. Go ahead. Let her rip. She said a prayer. <laughs> oh, 
we're all gonna get so sick. We can't, we're tomorrow, we're holding our guts. All right, she's cramming it in her mouth. How was that? Does it taste like anything? Are you crying? Is it good? I think she's crying. <laughs> Okay, Steven here is saying that that actually tastes very good. He thinks she's being dramatic. A Amy, no. What did he say? He said it was good. He said um, it's a sweet type taste. I want it to be over. He said it's sweet. And very delicious. No. No. Okay. okay. It's, this is the only segment where Amy said few words. Right. Ever right. in the history of Amy. Are you good? Yeah. You give it a thumbs down? Yep. Okay. Next up is... Uh, Morgan number two, you need to eat yours? Yeah, I do. All right, what was brought to Morgan number two? Oh, I got her. Oh, oh, uh, this is from China. From China. Mm. Yeah, and these are 100-year-old eggs. 100-year-old mm. eggs? Yeah, they're called century eggs, and the thing is, I go in there, and with Morgan number two, I don't know if something's considered meat or not, and she doesn't eat meat, so I found these, and I was like, 100-year-old eggs, they're preserved in clay. Are you supposed to eat them, or yeah, yeah. show them off in no, your trophy No, it's a delicacy. Case. Oh. And so, clay? what those cost? Yeah, are they expensive? No, it was like uh, $15. Oh, oh wow. my gosh. Wow. Is this yeah. like eating dirt? Wait, so, yeah. can, Morgan, do you eat eggs? Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm not vegan. That's, that's how I went the safe route because I didn't know what certain things were if that's considered meat and I didn't want to mess with something. What animal is that? Uh, I don't know. Duck. duck eggs. Okay, 100 year old duck eggs. It says right there Where on the box. Do they look lunch. colored. Cause it, hundred years, man, things change. Yeah, so those been in. So I had like moldy. <laughs> Time's changing. Wow. It's really sticky, and it smells like a rotten egg. All right, here we go. Morgan will now eat a one hundred year old duck egg. Okay, so. It okay, looks jellied, huh? It's like a jellied egg. Are we sure this is a duck egg? Like I just oh, bought okay. it from the store. I it okay. says duck I'm egg. I'm just gonna get a little bit of the shell off, and then I'll just take a bite out of it. Here we go, and she's in. She's chewing it. It's so salty. It's so salty. Probably have to preserve it. Yeah. <laughs> it's years old. Oh. Oh, she's like she's gonna throw up. Oh, I, I, I'm Don't gonna... be the one. Don't be the one, Morgan. And that's just the egg white or whatever color it is. Make an omelet out of that. <laughs> I, I down. Get down. There she is. Knocked it down. Nice. One more to go. Raymundo, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Come the on, bring that in International Market here. Challenge. Uh, Amy's got you. Amy, what do you have for Raymundo? Oh, I have fried sardines. Sounds good. From what country? It sounds like Amy's from, like, uh, I have like New Pennsylvania. <laughs> Amy goes, I have pizza from Italy. And we're like, dang, that's awesome. No. Uh, I mean, fried sardines sounds pretty good. I have these potato sticks from France. <laughs> French fries. No. Oh! Something just popped. She just dropped it on dropped the floor. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. There no, goes the fried sardines. I got it. I got it. Give it to me. I want to see it. All right. Ugh. All right, Amy's in Raymundo's room. I'm just doing this quick and get it over yeah, with. Yeah, please. Ray, ew. Ray, is that smelling it? It honestly, it smells just like tuna. Okay, let it rip. In his mouth. It's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> eat another one, Ray, eat another one. Fried sardines with chili, $3. I recommend it, honestly. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it tastes like chicken. Ray loves his. 
Ray and Eddie. It tastes yeah. like chicken. All right, they well, there we go. Snack. Thank you all for participating in the International Food Challenge. You all did a great job. Yeah, thank you. Some better uh, than others. Mine was oh. really bad. <laughs> oh, Amy, I dare burp? you to just eat mine for fun. No, I don't. That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Little Nicholas, he's just six years old, and during quarantine, he got a little bored, so he started making uh, craft airplanes out of popsicle sticks, uh, little clothespins, and bottle caps, and they're pretty cool. And his little brother, he's got a little baby brother who would just keep stealing them. He said, you know what? I'm just going to make him one. Well, when he made two of them, he's like, well, why don't I just make a bunch, start a business, and I'll call it Creations by Nicholas, and you can get all, go online and buy a little craft airplane, a little kit that you can make yourself. How old is he? Six years old. Okay. And on top of that, he said any child that's been uh, directly affected by the coronavirus can get a free kit. So he's been helping out a bunch of kids that have gotten coronavirus as well. I'm looking at it here. Huh. Maybe a little too tough for me to put together. I don't. I mean, they're not like super cool planes, but I mean, they they fly and they're made out of popsicle sticks. No, I mean, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't be able to make this. No chance. And this kid's six years old. Yeah, and probably making a little money and helping yeah. kids. Yeah, look at that guy. Raymond, does that make you sad? A guy that's like wanted everything to be on Shark Tank, and then this kid nails a some kind of business out of nowhere. That props to him. Good job. That's all you got to do. You got to start the thing. I mean, everybody can have ideas, but you actually have to start doing it. Remember when Barbara Corcoran came on and Ray had his time to pitch and he, <laughs> you never heard back from her, huh? No, she uh, wants me to get more money and she says I got to prove like every weekly uh, customers that I have before she would ever be interested. I guess they do go on that show and they're like, well, what do you have right now? Who yeah. are your customers? Uh, we gave you the shot though. You had a shot. Listen to this. In the last six months, you had a shot to go and pitch in front of Barbara Corcoran. Mm-hmm. And the producer for Big Brother. <laughs> I know. And you bombed both of them. I did them both, though. Props to me. No, you did them because know. I brought them to you. And nothing <laughs> happened. <laughs> did you say props to me? <laughs> no, you, you did them because I said, here, I'm going to find them for you. And then you then you bombed both of them. I made a pitch. You did make a pitch. All right, but this kid, though, good for him. Yeah, little Nicholas. Little Nicholas. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You should put the toilet seat down. Before you flush, because first of all, all that stuff goes up into the air and gets into toothbrushes and stuff. But now they're saying that Corona could be in that and get all over your sink and you oh. touch it and you get it. Yeah. But I was very put it down before you flush anyway, because as soon as they say that stuff gets out and hits your toothbrush, <laughs> so I ain't trying to brush my teeth with poop. Mm-mm. Not anymore. <laughs> Used to back in the day. That's what I was known for. Not anymore, though. No, not anymore. You move past that. Uh, Walmart's looking to remove all cashiers from stores. All? They're testing it in Arkansas. Walmart is testing a store that will only offer self-checkout, which, by the way, Arkansas is where Walmart is. Yeah. So that's why they're testing it there. Uh, the retailer is removing cashiers and standard conveyor belt lines at one of its most popular superstores in Fayetteville. Walmart says it's an attempt to see if checkout times are faster while limiting human interaction. There's still got to be that person, though, that when I can't figure out how to ring up broccoli, can walk over and ring up the broccoli. <laughs> yeah, because right. that's what slows me down. Because I'm pretty good at 88% of that stuff. If there's a barcode. Find, find it. Sometimes, though, you can't find the barcode. And you're like, where in the world? <laughs> you're looking under it. like. Uh, but then there's always that one piece of fruit or something that doesn't have a barcode. They're just supposed to see a number and type in the number. Mm-hmm. As long as they have the people, I think this would be a pretty good idea. One person to watch over like eight of them. And they get their little tape, their little desk, and they're back behind them. Oh man, this is gonna be a thing with like our grandkids. Remember when we used to have people actually check us out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Workers will still be available to help customers who have trouble. That'd be me. Yeah. Every time I have trouble with something, though, it's just only a little bit. 
But that if I have trouble, that will take me 10 minutes to ring through one thing. Oh, yeah. I could have already been out of there. <laughs> but like Amazon, the Amazon stores in Seattle, you don't need to ring them up. You just put it in your basket and they know and you leave. Crazy. Like that's legit. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. I never, I didn't know that. It's like if a I year did, ago. I forgot. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I need the, to go there. So they're going to test this store, uh, this Walmart store, and if it works and most people can figure it out or they can help, they're going to launch more stores like that. The NBA's having the bubble where all the players are staying to play basketball. You know about this in Orlando? Yeah. You don't know about this? No, I do know about it. So they're going to have, they're starting to say what's going to be in the bubble. DJs, video games, VIP treatment. Like they got to make sure that they can keep all the players stimulated because they're going to be in there from the end of July. Yeah, that's where they live. Until October if they continue to play. So, yeah, the season's going to pick up next month in Orlando. The Disney World bubble, ping pong, movies, barbers, billiards, the whole VIP treatment. But remember, even like the barbers, they got to be quarantined. They all stay there. Right. Yeah. I assume everybody stays in the bubble. Yeah, you like can't they don't leave. go. Yeah. Right. The details on the living arrangements are trickling out courtesy of Shams Sharani. I don't know who that is, but they'll have their own places to go eat. I'd like to see basketball, but it's going to be tough. Like, I'm watching. I saw that Texas, the Longhorns, had five guys test positive for corona. Hmm. You know, Basketball or football? Football. Hmm. You're seeing a lot of schools. Alabama had six. Arkansas had a couple at one point. If that happens while all the teams are together practicing, what's going to happen? You know? I don't know. And then what if, again, you're with concussions back in the day, you get a concussion, but you wouldn't tell anybody. You keep playing. If you're the star quarterback and you have corona and you test yourself, do you just hide from tests? And- no, no way. No. no I'm no, not no. saying you should. I'm just asking. You, you also shouldn't do that with concussion. When you throw that ball and somebody else catches it, boom, they just got coronavirus. I don't know that it works exactly like that. No, because your germs are all over that ball and your sweat and your spit. I bet. 7-Eleven has canceled free Slurpee Day for the first time. Oh. Too. So, not to bring you down. Lunchbox, who'd you call? Dairy Queen. We were talking about brain freezes the other day, so I thought, oh, I'll call Dairy Queen, act like I ate a blizzard too fast, and see if they know the remedy for a brain freeze. I'm calling Dairy Queen. My name is Sir. How may we help you? Oh, man, how you doing? I just came through the drive-thru, and I got an Oreo blizzard, right? And I ate it, and now I have a headache. Like, ah, how do I make it stop? <laughs> Bite your tongue. Bite my tongue. Ugh, how do I bit my tongue? Uh, so do it like this. Do it like this. Biting my tongue didn't work. What do I do? I don't know on that one. Now I got a, I got a hole in my tongue now. What do I do? I bit my tongue like you said. <laughs> oh, man, this is bad. Oh, this is some pain, man. Hey, do you know how to cure a brain freeze? <laughs> Here, I'm going to hand you over to my coworker. <laughs> All right, so he's now he's handing him over to the manager. That's great. Thank you. Hello? Hi. I, uh, I just bought an Oreo Blizzard. And I, my head really hurts. How do I make it stop? Like, that guy told me to bite my tongue, and I bit my tongue, and it didn't work. Now my tongue's just bleeding. Um, I don't know what to tell you, then. Oh, uh, what would you... Uh, one, I guess. Oh, uh, that's what I should do? Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny, guys. It's not funny. It's not funny. I hear you laughing. It's not funny. I'm sorry. I don't know. What else to tell you, sir, but I have to get back to work. All right, so no help there. <laughs> Here's a second one. Lunchbox calling a Dairy Queen, saying he has a uh, brain freeze. Here we go. Dairy Queen, how may I help you today? Uh, yes, I just came through there, and I got a Snickers blizzard, and ah, I got a headache now, and I don't know how to make it stop. 
Yeah. So, what, are you allergic to peanuts or something? No, 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 no. I love peanuts. Like, I eat peanut butter and peanuts all the time. I eat <laughs> Snickers, but I got a Snickers blizzard in my head. Ah, man, that hurts. Oh. I'm sorry. Did you eat it too fast? <sighs> like, like what, what do I do? What do I do? Help me solve my problem. I, I don't know. A brain freeze. I don't know what to <sighs> try. Try Massaging your temples. I don't Massage know. Massage my temples. Ooh. Yeah, try that. <laughs> okay, okay. It's not working. It's working. What's next? Ah. Everything sounds almost erotic. <laughs> almost erotic. I don't know. Is there anything else I can help you with? Yeah, yeah. My brain, I, my, my brain, like it, my head hurts. Like I, you're saying a brain freeze. You know what I mean? Like, but it, my yeah. brain, se- my brain seems to be working because I'm talking and thinking, but it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. It's gonna hurt for a little bit. Oh man! Like, yeah. How much longer, though? Like, like, are we talking days? No. Well, no. Probably another uh, five, ten minutes. Oh, like I was like, they'll know what to do. I bought it from them. They'll know how to solve my problem. Oh, I think I'm gonna cry. I'm sorry. <gasps> Hey, um, is there anything else I need to help you with? Because I got I got to get back to work. Yeah, I, well, yeah, my head hurts. Oh. These poor people just trying to work. <laughs> All right, that's funny. Nice job. There he is, back at it again. Uh, Lunchbox calling. A big shout out to Dairy Queen, by the way, for yeah, for putting up with for putting dude. up with us. Yeah, big I shout know. Out to now Dairy I want a blizzard. We mentioned on the show yesterday that. Flights aren't going to allow alcohol anymore. So you're flying somewhere, there's no drinks, no no alcoholic drinks. And so we, we talked about it with Ray a little bit where it was like, hey, your bachelor party's happening in Vegas. What are you going to do? Are you going to take your own or are you just going to go without until you get there? I think you can uh, give up drinking for a three-hour flight. I think you have a problem <laughs> if you have to drink the whole flight. Well, can't you buy little bottles in the airport, though? And that's what people do. Okay. So, yeah. So, but you're okay not drinking for three hours. Yeah, it's just tough to get a mixed drink because they're not making them for you. But yes, you can shoot down a little airport bottle. What are you guys going to do when you get to Vegas? Because that's all still alcohol up, right? Oh, of course. I don't believe they're going to be handing out as many drinks as they typically are. But yes, everything's fine and good to go. What's happening with your update? So, uh, ended up having something pretty big happen. The best man who uh, rented the penthouse and he was all set to go, uh, he uh, he canceled. Oh. <gasps> Dang. Wait, what do you mean? So, yeah, so he he uh, he just had some stuff come up, and he said, can't come to Vegas. And I, I get that. You can't have all these dudes from across the country commit to four days. They have lives and families and all kinds of stuff. So it's understandable. We're going to get crap faced for four hours in Vegas. If you're not able to make it, it's okay. You mean four days. Four days. What'd I say? Four, four hours. hours. <laughs> He's already crap faced. <laughs> so is it disappointing to you that your best man's not coming? Yeah, I mean, it first was Eddie, you, best man's out, and then I had a nightmare the other night that Lunchbox, his wife told him at the last second he couldn't go. We still have seven strong, though. Which I'm fine with. That's well, a good group. What's happening with the penthouse? Was he paying for it? Yeah, he was dropping the whole thing, and uh, he asked, do you want me to cancel it? And I said, yeah, I definitely cancel that if you're not coming. So it's canceled. He didn't want to cover it anyway? Absolutely. I would never let him do that. That's, As a gift? That's too much. Way too much. Hmm. But yeah, that would... Uh, I mean, it, it. right now that was a devastating blow, but I think... As long as we got our solid group of guys, let's go have some fun. Let's make the most of it, man. Are you guys all staying in the same room? Very, no, very close to each other, though. We're all in the MGM. 
Are you doing seven different rooms? Yeah, everybody wanted a king uh, balcony and just kind of spread out a little bit. And we meet up, convene during the day, and then go do your own thing at night, sleep in your beds, get a good sleep. Okay, and you feel okay about this? I mean, I, ideally we wanted the pool table but it, and where we could all congregate and laugh and tell stories, but maybe we'll just find a different location for that. Heck, that's a, that's a week from today. Yeah. You guys are leaving a week from today. Yep. And it's not scaring you how COVID is going up in all these states like crazy. Uh, ask those people that it's going up in those states. Are you guys wearing masks? Because we're going to be wearing masks. Every single one of us, I got the whole package out there, a 24-pack. If those aren't going to last us, then something's wrong. Are they, like, monogrammed with anything cool, like Bay's ball and chain or anything? <laughs> that I mean, we're talking about dudes trying to organize that. There's no way they called ahead and went to, like, Zazzle.com and got that hooked up. <laughs> All right, well, sorry your best man backed out. I know. Everything in the wedding still going, going forward. As far as I know, Bay is not backed out, so she's sticking with it. <laughs> All right. My stomach is going wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so is mine. Because earlier we did the International Market Challenge, and we ate foods from different countries, and... I had a jellyfish head, and I'll tell you, it didn't taste good, but I'm feeling not great about it right now. Yeah. Same with my quail eggs. Like, my tongue was fine with it when I took them down. Now, my stomach's not having it. Amy, anything going on today? Still just prepping for my big move. Yeah? Yeah, what about you? I'm doing a show virtually with the USO, and so I'm recording some stuff for them today. They're sending over an engineer to uh, design a studio, like a new... studio for the house um, got a podcast I'm doing on Matt Jones's podcast so I'm gonna guess, be guessing his podcast uh, Eddie and I are gonna play golf today oh, yes wow. yes yes got a political call with a, with a guy mm, pretty pretty like good political with a guy kind of guy for you yeah they want they, they want me to run for governor of Arkansas right it's two and a half years away that's what it is <laughs> that's crazy so it's just <laughs> it's just garbage Way preliminary conversations. So it's just a call. Just a call. All right, all right. With a guy. <laughs> with a guy. Just a call with a guy. All right, that's what's up. That's it. Thank you, guys. See you tomorrow. Appreciate you. I uh, hope you have a great rest of the day, and uh, check out the podcast. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bone, come on. Hey, it's Amy from The Bobby Bone Show, and our new Pimp and Joy campaign just launched, and we want to build a home for a hero. Army Sergeant Christopher Biggs, who's a Purple Heart recipient, suffered a traumatic brain injury and lost his left leg in an explosion in Iraq. We can help build this hero a home. Support by buying some Pimp and Joy items at BobbyBones.com. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones. Show.